You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The long-awaited South African GDP gross domestic product number has been released in the last hour. With me to analyse it is Annabel Bishop, the Chief Economist at Investec in Johannesburg. Annabel, I haven't received your report yet because you're obviously furiously writing it. So I'm flying blind. Give me the number, please. So we saw a 66.1% increase in GDP in the third quarter of 2020, and that's quarter-on-quarter seasonally adjusted annualized. So, you know, what that really means is that we've seen a very large lift compared to the second quarter where there is a contraction of 52%. Now, remember, both of those are annualized. And, of course, Lindsay, as you know, that means nothing else but really, you know, saying what would the growth rate be if every single quarter was the same. So, you know, a bit confusing, but there we go. 66.1% is the headline. If you were to take out that annualization, in other words, saying what would the year, you know, look like if every single quarter was running at that pace, it really just shows us a 13.5% quarter on quarter lift. And that's in the third quarter versus the second quarter. And of course, as you know, the second quarter saw a contraction of 16.6%. It was 16.4%, but they've revised it to 16.6%. So, you know, a drop by 16.6% in the second quarter, rise by 13.5% in the third quarter, not enough to eradicate the um, damage done by the lockdown restrictions in the second quarter. And of course, on a year-on-year basis, GDP is still down. Statistics gives us a figure of 7.9% for the third quarter and was down by 8 percent in the second quarter. So yes, we saw a good rebound, but we haven't seen a complete recovery. Okay, these are very lots and lots of numbers. And the, the, the thing that really comes to mind here is extreme volatility, but also reason for hope, because we went from minus 52% to plus 66%, which is a massive rebound. And I think the market was expecting, what, something like 54, 55%. So we've beaten the estimates, Annabelle. Absolutely. And, you know, an interesting way of really looking at this is, you know, saying that, um, you know, if, if, if you had a 100% in the um, first quarter, for example, and then the second quarter saw that 50% drop, then, you know, you're at 50 And, of course, the third quarter seeing a 66% lift, well, it's only 66% of 50. So it's just another way of saying we are not yet back at the level of economic activity that we were in the first quarter. And you're quite right, high volatility in the numbers. But going forward, we're not going to see this high volatility repeated. We're going to see the growth rates drop down to single digits in the fourth quarter of this year. We still expect a positive growth rate. And, of course, moving into 2021, again, we expect to see, and, you know, the consensus as well, see economic growth perhaps around 3% for 2021. But as you quite rightly said, huge volatility in the numbers. And, of course, you know, the consensus just a couple of months ago expecting a 35% rebound, then moving to 40%. And as you said, closer to 50. And now, of course, we actually come out of 66. So, you know, it's very difficult to actually gauge exactly, um, you know, how economic activity has fared. And, and even stats are saying, you know, obviously indicating it's been difficult to collect data in this period due to the lockdown restrictions and due to changes at a lot of companies. Okay, let's plug your assumption in for the fourth quarter number. And when you sift through the debris of 2020, what do you think that the 2020 GDP rate, the annual rate, will, will eventually be? What's your prediction? We're looking for a contraction of around about 8% for the year. Okay, which is much, much better than some people were saying, I mean, conservatively 10% during March, April, May, when the pandemic had its grip on the world, never mind South Africa, not so much South Africa, but still lurking in the background, if you like. And some people were saying, well, it could be 15 to 20%. I'd say if we get an 8% contraction, we haven't done too badly. 
And of course, Lindsay, you know, people just didn't know how long those lockdown restrictions would last. You know, those 10, 15 percent contractions you're talking about, obviously, we're in the height of very severe lockdown constrictions. Remember, South Africa had mine had five, uh, level five. And of course, you know, obviously, them dropped to level four and three, but it took a very long time. And there was a big concern. We go back to those very, very tight um, uh, restriction levels. Even now, of course, Lindsay, with obviously the rise in COVID-19 case, cases in the Eastern Cape, you know, um, very substantial, of course, pushing up the average for the country as well. New daily cases above 4,000 a day. The risk is that we're going to see a second wave. You know, the surge in COVID-19 cases could actually bring about further lockdown restrictions and perhaps scupper some of this recovery that we were expecting. So extremely volatile. And of course, you know, the government's taken a very sensible approach in South Africa. They're now looking at regional restrictions, lockdown restrictions in the hotspots. And of course, that's Nelson Mandela Bay Metropole, um, obviously including, in the Eastern Cape, obviously including a lot of the holiday destinations people wish to fly to over Christmas and, of course, you know, spreading into the Cape Garden route as well. So a big problem for South Africa because, obviously, this is now our festive period, our tourism period, and, of course, after the decimation of the lockdown restrictions earlier in the year. Tourism is one of the hardest hit sectors. So it's it's, it's, it's a very difficult time for South Africa to obviously evince what the economic recovery is going to be if we start to see these cases escalate back out of control. The worry, of course, that South Africa is really back of the queue in terms of vaccinations. The UK are really beginning, you know, initial vaccinations and obviously expected to carry those over into the first quarter of next year and, you know, start to cover their whole population. South Africa, you know, nowhere near that in terms of planning. Okay, let's have a look at the star performers in this uh, current number that you've just described, 66% increase. Which sectors did well, which did not so well? Look, I think, you know, we, we saw a lot of localization in the mining and manufacturing sector in the third quarter. We must remember this is pent-up demand. You know, obviously, these industries not able to meet orders in the second quarter because of the halt activity, the lockdown restrictions. Moving, of course, into the um, third quarter, you know, starting back up again to meet that um, the, those orders, you know, a lot of pent-up demand. Then, of course, what was also seen as well globally, that commodity prices saw a very strong increase in the third quarter of this year. Again, in anticipation of global economic recovery next year. And, of course, into the fourth quarter. So the, the reality is that, you know, our, our production side of the economy has performed largely better than the services side, although, of course, we did see the second top performer really being um, trade. So, you know, we saw 16.2% contribution to the 66% overall coming from manufacturing, 14.6% coming from trade. And, of course, you know, such big numbers, but obviously this is the statistical bounce back that we're seeing. The third largest performer, mining, at 11.8%. After that, we drop down to transport, finance, and those are all, you know, sub 10%. So really, you know, a couple of outperformers, tra- uh, retail, trade, mining and manufacturing, the rest of them below 10%. And with that pent-up demand out of the system in the fourth quarter, with the statistical base out of the system, we're going to see a very much lower figure in Q420. It's almost as though the first quarter of 2021 <laughs> is going to be the most interesting because the pent-up demand will then have gone through the system. Uh, we would have got back to some sort of normality if December can ever be a normal month in the Republic of South Africa. And then next year, whether we can rebuild and if businesses can reopen the ones, and the ones that have closed can be replaced, I don't know. It's just going to be a fascinating 2021. Annabel, thank you so much for your analysis. That's Annabel Bishop, the Chief Economist at Investec in Johannesburg, talking about the SA GDP number, which was released earlier today. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or 
or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer, or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision, and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.